We're thrilled to announce that we now have seven powerful devotionals available on YouVersion's Bible app. For those not in the know, YouVersion is the top Bible app in the world, and we're honored to be on this incredible platform. Our devotionals dive deep into the pillars that define the lion within us, health, wealth, and self. So whether you're seeking spiritual growth, financial wisdom, or personal development, these devotionals are tailor-made for you. So ready to embark on this transformative journey and unleash the lion within you? Head over to thelionwithin.us slash uversion to access our devotions on the uversion app. Join thousands of like-minded individuals and dive into the word with us. That's thelionwithin.us slash uversion. That's Y-O-U-V-E-R-S-I-O-N. And let's grow together and become the leaders God intends us to be. Welcome to The Lion Within Us, a podcast serving Christian men who are hungry to be the leaders God intends you to be. I'm your host, Chris Granger. Let's jump in. All right, guys, it is your meet episode of the week. I'm excited to have you here. So let's dive right into the word, okay? So the, the scripture of the week this week is Psalm 116, verse 7, okay? 116, verse 7. Return to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. So guys, go check out that episode, the spiritual kickoff, the one right before this, where I'll unpack that scripture at depth. Spend a lot of time talking about rest. What does that look like? Busyness. And that takes us right into what we're going to be talking about today, okay? We're going to be really unpacking that whole idea of rest for our souls, guys. I know you're tired. I know you're running, burning the candle at both ends. I know you're just running so hard to do the things that sometimes the world's calling you to do, sometimes the stuff God's calling you to do. But I know one thing. We got to take time to take care of ourselves. And we brought in Dustin Manis, who is the president and CEO at Reaching Souls International. And he has a very interesting story, guys. He got, he, they reached out and, and, and wanted Dustin to come on the show to share about his experience taking a sabbatical. And as someone who, you know, I don't know anyone who's taken one. I couldn't talk one-on-one directly. I thought it was just a great chance for us as Christian leaders to see what a sabbatical would look like, the pre-work that it takes to actually have an effect of sabbatical. What do you do on a sabbatical to make the most of that time? And then that re-entry. So we really talk a lot about coming back into work. What does that look like? But just setting up all the infrastructure possible to make sure to your time that you can take that intentional time of rest. So Dustin shares a lot of tons of insight. And you may be thinking, well, Chris, I'm not in a job where I could take a sabbatical. Don't worry. He shares some practical ways even anyone can start implementing a quarterly, a monthly, even, even daily ideas and ways to connect uh, for, into more more purposeful and, and intentional rest. So I think you're going to enjoy this conversation. I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, again, Dustin is a great, great gentleman. I really love spending time with him. Lots of insight, lots of really good nuggets here. So make sure you t- take some notes on this one, okay? But hopefully you guys enjoy this conversation with Dustin Manis. All right, well, Dustin, welcome to The Lion Within Us. How are you doing today, I'm sir? Good. Glad to be with you. Oh, excited to have you here. So, I mean, definitely share with us, you know, where, where are you from? What, what's, where's home for you? Uh, home base is just outside of Oklahoma City. So, right in the middle of the country. Middle of the country. So, you are uh, a Sooner? Is that, I, that, is that I, the Oklahoma? I actually am a Sooner. That's exactly right. 
<laughs> good deal good deal well before we jump into what we're going to kind of dig into Dave, share a little bit maybe is, is there something about you that not many people know a fun fact or something that you enjoy doing just we like to let our listeners just get to know you a little bit before we dig into uh what we're going to be talking about okay uh well that's a great that's a great question uh i don't know if there's any fun facts um uh but i'll i'll add this my my uh uh uh, family has been uh, a martial artist for many, many years. So kind of grew up doing that and taught uh, uh, boxing, kickboxing, all that kind of stuff for, for a long time. And, and uh, my, my children are much better than, than their parents, but it's been a family thing. You know, every family kind of, you know, should have something that maybe they can all do together. And, and right. that's, uh, that's something we, we did together for many, many years. And can't do it like I used to. That is but still enjoy it. That sounds like a lot of fun. So I got our family, we started into uh, jujitsu recently and I got my older girls signed up for that. And then I'm trying to do it with them. The schedule doesn't always make it very easy for me to go every, every week, but I want I'm trying to get back into it, but we had the geese. My wife has a gee. We have all, all yeah. the stuff and, and they go pretty regular, but uh, yeah, that's awesome. Man. That's, that's, that's a fun way for families to grow. Yeah, together. Absolutely. Now, what, what was your favorite martial art? I mean, what were you doing? Karate? Jiu-Jitsu? What, 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 uh, mainly you, the like Muay Thai, the Thai boxing. And so I, yeah. I, I like the, the, the stand-up stuff, but the, the BJJ, the, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, all, all that's wonderful. My, my, my kids are, are, are really good at that. Uh, all that ground stuff is, is, is fun and, and, and necessary. And, uh, but I think the older I get, the, the more pragmatic, you know, I become. So I, I, I enjoy just the, the real personal protection stuff, you know, that, that kind of yeah. thing. So right. the, the sports stuff I still oh, enjoy, yeah. but, but the other is what I really want to know and walk around with on the daily. That's right. That's right. Well, important skills to have. So I'm glad you shared that one. That's very important. So I'm looking forward to this conversation with you, Dustin. I know you, you your heart's in many places where you try to serve people. And one of the things that we were talking about and that, that, that they got sent to me was the issue around burnout and how how that's really impacting so many people in the ministry and you know out there, not just the ministry, but just across the board, secular work too. So I'd love to just, you know, kind of unpack this and, you know, your view on burnout and what we can start doing. So I'll kind of give you the the reins here. How would you like to to get us going as we unpack this together? Well, that's a, I appreciate the opportunity to, to talk about it. Um, there's, there's tired and there's dangerous tired. You know, we, we, we all get tired and, and, and that's a, uh, normally a good night's rest can, can take care of that. But, but sometimes we're, we're running so hard and, and for so long and, and, uh, we don't take the, the, the rest that we need. And, and what I'm going to get into is, is, uh, that rest being, being time with the Lord. If, if you're a believer, uh, follower of Jesus Christ, and that's the kind of rest I'm really talking about. Um, but when you're dangerously tired, man, you can get in all sorts of all sorts of trouble. So and, and I think as ministry leaders and just as believers in general, uh, we can become dangerously tired and depleted uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually uh, in all those areas where, where, our, where our tanks are, are running empty. And and sometimes uh, we're not very good at filling those or, or we feel like. It's uh, lazy to, to slow down or, or take some intentional time off 
and, and spend that with our Heavenly Father because we feel like we need to be doing something most of the time. You know, mm-hmm. got to look busy, act busy, be busy, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's almost like now, man, it, that's, that's just typical answer we get. Anytime I ask anybody about, you know, how things are going or, what, you know, what's going on in life, it's that, that answer busy is almost like expected. We're, we're supposed to be busy. You know, we're not because if, if we're not busy, then what are we really doing? And I've just I've been thinking about that word a lot lately. And you know, I'm so glad you brought that one up because pr- busy doesn't always mean productive. There's, it's OK to have some empty spots in our calendars. And I just don't I feel like for some reason recently that that's that's drift that that thought has drifted away. Yeah, well, if we if we comment with if we reply with anything else, it almost sounds like we're, you know, we're losing, you know, we're. we're we're, yeah, we're not as yeah. busy as the next guy. We're, we're losing. And and I don't really even mean like I'm not busy. Like that's the goal. What, what, what I'm talking about is carving out that intentional time in our schedules mm-hmm. uh, to, to spend with the Lord. And, and, and for me, that that came out of a, a point of desperation that I, I was burned out in all those areas that I talked about. So physically, mentally, right. spiritually, emotionally, and I've been running hard for a long time. Uh, been in ministry twenty five plus years. You know, four, four kids. I've got this uh, uh, ministry that the Lord's allowed me to 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 lead, um, but it's a high production, uh, results oriented. Uh, you know, pedal to the metal environment that, that I run here, um, mm-hmm. which I'm proud of, by the way, but you can become a victim to the, the culture that you created. <laughs> and, and certainly I had, but so running, running really hard for a long, long time, uh, had a tragedy in my life about seven years ago where my oldest son died at, at 22. And that was a gut punch that you can't hardly stand back up from. But I took a, yeah. you know, a couple months off of work, but then I'm back into it, right? Because that's, that's what you do. I hadn't been through anything like that before. Um, but yeah. so a series of things that led me to the point a couple of years ago where I was just dangerously exhausted in, in all those areas. And so it was, it was out of desperation that really led me to, uh, seeking, uh, rest, real rest and what that could mean and look like in my life, um, where I could start building these regular rhythms of, of rest into my schedule, which, which I'll talk about here in, in just a little bit, Chris, but, um, de- desperation could be a good thing if, if it leads you to, to make the right choices, uh, seeking the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing more about your story. I mean, I, I, I'm so sorry to hear about your son, by the way. I mean, that's terrible. You know, uh, no one should ever have to go through that. I mean, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, kind of talk to around the dangerously tired portion that you were talking about. What, how did you start recognizing that for you? What did it start looking like? That That's a, uh, that's a great question. Um, and there's, uh, uh, there's all sorts of, you can look, you can look up, you can go Google burnout right now and read, you know, 20 different, you know, descriptions of here symptoms of, of burnout and, and, and all of that. And, 
And uh, I, I think it was 2019 that the, the World uh, uh, Health Organization officially recognized burnout as a uh, uh, mm-hmm. legitimate occupational phenomenon is what they called it. And then COVID hit the year after that. Right. And, and that certainly didn't help uh, uh, any when it comes to, to, to burnout and, you know, uh, isolation and uh, pressure on, on pastors and ministers and you know, how to deal with those things. Um, everybody had a different perspective on, on COVID, of course. Right. You didn't know what to believe and all that kind of stuff. But it just added to the stress. Um, yeah. Half the. Half the pastors, according to Barna, have considered quitting their job, you know, in, within the last couple of years. And about 60 percent of those say it's because of the high stress. And I don't think we think about that sometimes, you know, when, we, when we're thinking about our shepherds and, and uh, the, the leaders of our, our churches and, and, and our spiritual lives. But the, the, the danger certainly can come in, in uh, when you're exhausted in, in all those areas, it, you're not making good choices. Um, and, mm-hmm. and for, or, or you're susceptible to that, of course. Okay? And if your primary job as a leader of your family, of, of a ministry, of a church is to hear from the Lord and determine direction for your family, for your church, for your flock, for our organization, uh, spending that intentional time with him should be a high, high priority. And we really don't make it a high, high priority. I don't think so. You know, 10 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the morning. I heard a pastor say the other day, he said, I can't stay out of sin with just 20 minutes a day. (laughs) Well, that makes pretty, you know, that makes pretty good sense. Uh, For, for me, when I was getting real close to feeling burnout in all areas, I started avoiding decisions that required very much emotional input from me, which is very unlike me personality wise. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a leader. I'm a decision maker. People depend on me to, to make decisions. You know, that's that's what I'm hired to do, paid to think and all those things. Um, but that was getting more and more difficult uh, for, for me to do. Um, I was just exhausted in, in all those areas. Yeah. And so that led to, to me in two years ago, taking a three month sabbatical and taking a clean break away from everything. So everything except my family. And so 90 days out of the office, uh, a clean break where day one of my sabbatical, I went dark. So no email from my work. Matter of fact, I had them change my password where I couldn't even check my email if I wanted to. Yeah, no text, no social media. I didn't watch the news. I didn't go to church. I didn't any of that for, for 90 days. And I mean, I filled it with other stuff, but I, I was listening to the Adrian Rogers was my pastor for 90, you know, 90 days. I, you know, I'm, I'm listening to, 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 uh, uh, messages online and those things, but I took the break from even, even my own church and let my pastor know what I was doing. So I could still be under some, some spiritual authority during that time, but needed the, needed the clean break from all the pressure, all the expectation, all the service. Uh, so I could spend concentrated time with the Lord and let him fill me up <laughs> in, in all those areas that, that I just spoke of. And so it, it started with that, Chris. And then after that building 
these these rhythms. Uh, I call some I call personal yeah. spiritual retreats, and those are quarterly or once a year times to, to personally uh, intentionally to get away. And I'll talk about that. Uh, my daily quiet time change, all of that kind of stuff. Two years ago, but out of desperation is is what led me to to to, to the point of saying I got to do something radical. You know, like right now. Yeah. Wow. All right, guys, we got to unpack that more in depth here for sure. We'll be right back. If you're a man who is looking for greater spiritual guidance into how to be a better leader, finding resources that you can trust, never mind implementing, can be daunting. For me personally, I thought it was a lost cause. So I decided to take action because I knew that I couldn't be alone. That's why we created the Lion Within Us community. And the areas that we're helping other Christian men grow in are incredible. For instance, we built easy ways for guys to lean in and grow through fun events, like our daily spiritual kickoff, where you'll get that much needed boost directly from God's word. Our Bible studies that focuses on how to simplify and apply God's word to our life. And even our amazing forum, where you can speak your mind without fear of getting shut down or judged by the extreme rules of modern day social media. On top of all that, we knew that many men won't help overcoming issues and becoming stronger in many different areas. That's why we created some mastermind groups where the iron truly sharpens the iron. Really, our community is all about having a growth mindset. It's about accountability, intentionality, and transparency. In other words, just leave fake you at home and come into the community just as you are. I fully believe in what we've built. I see the impact that it's making on men every day, and I would love to have you check it out. We're offering a great deal through this holiday season, and now is by far the best time to take advantage and see how we can help you be a better leader husband and father so if you're ready head over to the linewithin.us and get started your journey begins now again it's the linewithin.us and i'll see you inside the den so dustin you got to give me some insight so taking three months off like that i'm sure there was a lot of preparation just to be able to do that, to be able to effectively go, to be able to walk away. So give us some insight. I mean, there, you maybe have leaders listening right now, like, yes, I need this. Or, but you can't just go to do it today, guys. I'm sure you had to do some prep work to get ready for that time. So can you walk through us maybe leading up to this about? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, so I, I started planning that about a year, year and a half ahead of time in order, in okay. order to be able to, to do it. And depending on uh, uh, where you're at, your job, who your authorities are, you know, are you self-employed? Are you a pastor? Are you ministry leader like myself? What, uh, whose permission do you need to to take yeah. a sabbatical? What information are they going to need in order to approve that? Right. In mm-hmm. a lot of sabbaticals in, in, the, in the education system, if you're a professor, you know, those kinds of things that uh, even even a pastor, they may take a sabbatical that has a, a task related to it. You know, they're, they're going to research for a book. They're going to, you know, the, something specific like that. That's not the kind of sabbatical I'm talking about. I'm talking about the kind that okay. allows you 
to not fill it up with anything, but that rest and intentional time with, with the Lord, which I can flesh out. But if you need permission, you know, what kind of information are they going to need? How are you going to ask? How far in advance do you need to ask? How long of a time are you talking about? You know, some people take a month, three months to six months. I recommend the three months. For me, it took about a month to really disconnect from everything. The middle month was very, very deep time with, with the Lord. And, and the last month you start to, you know, come out of that and start turning, he starts turning your heart back towards your other responsibilities. But there's so much, uh, chatter and noise that you have to turn off to try to silence every other voice, but the Lord's. I was really surprised yeah. that, that, that took some time and the uh, yeah. external noise is easy. I mean, you, you know, you, you don't check the email, you don't wake up and check the news and social media and, and start your day with all that chaos. Uh, but the internal noise, you know, should I do this? Should I do that? You know, all the to-do list stuff, all the, the chatter that goes on in your mind takes a little time to get into that yeah. solitude and silence before the Lord. And so determining how long that your sabbatical is going to be, you got to do that from the beginning. If you're, uh, if you receive a salary, are you going to be paid during that time? Well, that, that's a big part of it. Right. Mm. And so, uh, right. The financial component yeah, is huge. That, right? that yeah. determines really how much time you can take off. So, um, my, my board of directors and our, our ministry really believed in that this was necessary, not only for me, but for the health of our organization and that it was a key component to our ministry moving forward. And so they, they paid me my regular salary during that time. I was very fortunate to, to receive that, but that allowed me to take that full three months without worrying about those things. And so the financial mm-hmm. component is part of it. Um, for me, being the lead of a ministry, I'm contacting a bunch of donors ahead of time. I'm making sure I have uh, temporary leadership in, in place. I've got a highly competent uh, chief operating officer that was able to step in and be the, the interim over those three months. Um, but that's all very, very important. It, it, it gives your, uh, your, your second or your support team an opportunity to, to, uh, to grow and to lead and to, to uh, test your succession plan. You know, all of that's healthy for your organization, whatever the organization is. Um, but yeah. those are some of the things you got to think about ahead of time. What are you, how are you going to spend your time? You know, what are you going to do? Uh, is your spouse or family, are they on sabbatical also? Or is it just normal, you know, day to day for them? Because that could cause some yeah. conflict, you know. Um, so there's a lot, a lot of things yeah. to think about at, at, ahead of time, but that's some of it. I'm just curious. I mean, you, you, you did intentional actions like, you know, changing your email password, you know, staying off of social media. Did you have any withdrawals? Because, I mean, I know for so many guys that if, if you said we couldn't check our email or or or, or t- go into, you know, the, the typical routine of our day to day, I know that would be very difficult. So was that an easy process for you or did it take a, a week or two to kind of finally get? Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, need that's to go a, do that's this. A, that is a great question. Um, and yes, it, it took about a, it took about a week to, to 10 days. I mean, the, uh, I will tell you the, the stress was almost immediate. Uh-huh. Re- the stress relief was almost immediate for me, um, from, from day okay. one. 
But I was surprised how many times I would pick up my phone to check my email or, you know, or, and I'm purposely, like I told you, I wasn't, I wasn't checking the news and, and, uh, but I would just pick up my phone. I don't know, almost out of habit, you know, no, no, yeah. no text unless it's family, you know, no email, no, like I said, I couldn't get the email anyway, but just the habit of picking up my phone and, and looking at it. And after a couple of days, yeah. you're like, well, I guess they don't. I guess they're doing okay. You know, I guess they don't need me. I guess they, you know, all that stuff, which of course, that's wonderful, you know? Uh, but yes, we're, we're, we're addicted to it. It's such a part of our normal life. Uh, we're so used to beginning our morning with chaos. And even if we have a quiet time with the Lord, I sometimes before that, I would, I would check my email to see what, well, you know, Hey, what's happened in the last six to eight hours. You know, I mean, the world needs me yeah. or even a social media or I check the news or there might be three or four things I check before I even spend time with the Lord. And I've opened up my morning with chaos, which is horrible. You know, we all know multitasking you know, doesn't work as as well as being you know focused. But we would start our day off with that. But anyway, the, the get back to your question. Yes, that took a few days after about seven to 10 days, though, when I got into that sweet spot, I just quit picking the phone up. And I, it might be hours before I would pick that thing up. I'd get a text from my wife. You know, she'd come home and say, hey, I texted you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't look at my phone in five or six hours. That's unusual, you know, very unusual. Uh, but it was wonderful <laughs> at the same time. I bet it was. Oh, my gracious. I'm, and you said something. I, we gotta, I can't just skip by this. You said the world needs me because we often think that as men, you know, well, I got, I got to figure out what's going on because I want to feel validated. I want to feel needed. And I, I think so many times if I'm thinking through a sabbatical and the reasons that uh, people would not take that step, it probably a lot of it comes back to insecurity. Like, I don't know if I want to, to step away because what if they find out they don't need me? So what do you say to someone who's thinking, having that thought right now? Because if I step away, who says they want me to come back? Yeah, that's a, that's a shame that we would have to think that way. Um, but, it, you know, if, if you feel that way, maybe it's time to, to see if the Lord has something else for you. Uh, but I, I will say that, that would, that's a fear of a lot of pastors. You know, they, mm-hmm. some, some pastors, they, they don't want to, they don't want to be out of their church for two Sundays in a row, you know, three Sundays in a row. They feel like they can right. lose their church, um, which is ridiculous. And for, for pastors, you know, we, we should not, we should not wait and, and make a pastor have to ask for this kind of time. We, we need to be looking out for them and, and who's watching over their soul and, you know, and their health. And, and mm-hmm. we need to be doing that. But uh, yeah, I, I, Everybody's different. Their situation's different. I know my situation's different than, than others. I've been it's one place for a long, long time. And, and, uh, uh, my, my board of directors, uh, made it possible for me to, to walk away during that time and feel secure in, in doing so. Um, I'll just say that the majority, I think it's close to 65, 70% of the studies that I've seen, uh, of ministry leaders that do take a sabbatical, three month sabbatical, uh, come back, stay with their organization, give it the vertical lift that, that it needs. Now you might get that time yeah. away and realize, yeah, I'm supposed to be doing something else. You know, the Lord reveals that to you, yeah. you know, and, and that's okay too, right? Where do we want to be? We want to be where the Lord positions us, 
you know, and, and sometimes he right. changes that, you know, so we, we, we want to follow along. Well, maybe let, unpack for us a little bit about the idea. And you, you've, you've said several times that time alone with the Lord and, you know, reconnect. So what, what practically does that look like? I mean, what, what changed during that time that, that maybe would, would help that person listening right now who wants to take some action moving forward? Like give us some, some, some insight to, you know, what that actually looked like in your day to day. Okay. That's, that's a great question. Uh, and I was, I've been asked several times when you talk about sabbatical, did, were you fasting? You know, <laughs> I was fasting on bacon and ribeyes, you know, no, I, 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 I eat well the whole time I'm on sabbatical when, when, uh, when Elijah was, was desperate and, and running from, you know, Jezebel that wanted to kill him and, you know, and, and, and uh, he fled and, and wanted to die. And, the, you know, the Lord met him there and, and the, you know, the Lord didn't pick him up and say, hey, get back to work, you know, or tell him to fast. I mean, he let him sleep. He fed him. He gave him something to drink. You know, he replenished him before sending him right. before, before sending him back. So um, I'm uh, very goal oriented and I knew there'd be some danger entering this sabbatical if I set too many goals. Okay. Because uh, okay. then it's just work. It's just a different kind of different kind of work. So I I had some goals, but I was I was you know I researched a lot, read a lot, but beforehand um, to 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 try to make sure I didn't overdo it. And so I had some mm-hmm. spiritual goals, some goals with my family. You know, I wanted to reconnect with some some friends, some some different things I, that I never have time to do. But but most of all, I wanted to get quiet. Uh, but before the Lord and and just seek that that precious time with him. And so um, I didn't set my alarm during that time. I just slept until I woke up. And which is so unusual for me because, you know, my by daily, you know, is, is just so disciplined and, and all of that. Uh, but yeah. I just slept. You know, I, I got good rest. You know, uh, I ate well, I you know, all that kind of stuff. But the, but the intentional time with the Lord, that's for me, it wasn't 90 days away from my family up in a cabin, you know, growing my beard out to here and, you know, all that stuff. I, I, I had some of that time, you know, I, I had seven to 10 days, you know, a couple of different times that it was just the Lord and I in a, in a hotel, in a cabin, you know, uh, very intentional. Uh, hey, Lord, it's just, it's just me, you, my Bible and a yellow pad. And that's it. And purposely courting the the God that I say that I serve. Um, and I would tell the Lord, if, if he doesn't show up, I'm just sitting there. You know, I'm sitting there in a hotel room. TV's not coming on. I, I'm just I'm there for time with him. And w- when do we do that? I mean, we, I mean, we with that Man. kind of intentionality, you know, and, and this we, we say that he's he's our number one priority. Right. And, and uh, I'm not bragging about it. I'm saying I had never done that before. I was desperate for it. You know, uh, now I do that since that sabbatical time. Every year I take a week, I head to the cabin and do the same thing. You know, all right, Lord, it's just us. You know, what do you want to teach me or tell me during this time? And mm-hmm. what that looks like practically for me, it's not. Me sitting there for eight hours with my Bible and, and the, you know, the clouds part and the such, you know, and I just hear, you know, hear his voice. But it's 
It's intentional time in his word with, for me, I just continued with my regular uh, Bible reading with a lot of prayer okay. and a lot of listening. I, I didn't select a, a particular Bible study or here's a study on leadership and Nehemiah or here's a bit, all that stuff's great. But, but for this time, I didn't want to manufacture a moment or, you know, I, I just wanted to hear from him. I just wanted it as real as it can be yep. from his word or listening to his spirit through prayer. That that's, that's what I wanted. And so uh, right. on the practical, that's me waking up at whenever I wake up, that's having maybe a, you know, an hour or two in, in, in Bible study and in prayer. That's going for a walk, getting some exercise, having some lunch. Maybe I fish a little bit, spend some more time with the Lord, this kind of thing. That's what I'm talking about as far as a, a, uh, a rest and intentional time with, with him. But it's not spending 10 hours a day, you know, in, in front of your Bible. And I, I, I quickly realized what a loser I was when it comes to being a follower of Christ and, and, and one who studies his word where I'm, I'm reading the word and then I'm praying. And Chris, after about, you know, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of prayer, my mind's starting to wander. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh Lord, I, I'm so sorry. You know, I, I'm, I'm begging yep. to hear from you and I can't even sit here for 15, 20 minutes in silence with you before my mind's wandering to everything else. And I'm like, I, I wouldn't speak to me either. You know, so that, that, that took some, <laughs> right. That took some time, yeah. you know, uh, days and, and weeks of that. Uh, it's almost like I had to grow in that in, 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 in my focus and concentration to, to hear from the Lord and silence all that other stuff that I'm talking about, all that internal, you know, chatter and, and, and my mind wandering from, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, but I know that, uh, uh, I can't fulfill everything that he has called me to fulfill, uh, without that kind of time with, with him. And I, and I'll add this, uh, he taught me a long time ago that nothing that I do, nothing Dustin Manus does for the Lord will last. Okay. okay. But what God does, he does for eternity. So if God does something through me, then that will last. Right. That's the stuff that doesn't, right. you know, burn up at the, at, at the judgment. Right. So that's that's the gold, silver, gym stuff, you know, the, the permanent stuff. The, you know. um, and so trying to empty myself of uh, all of that and get that intentional time with 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 him. And, and again, get get direction from him from scripture and prayer uh, is paramount. I, I can't be who he's called me to be without it. One hundred percent, guys. One hundred percent. Hey, fellas, we'll be right back and we'll continue this conversation with Dustin. Are you tired of the superficial? Ready to go deeper and talk about things that really matter? Join a mastermind today. This is more than a group. It's a chance to be heard, to solve your tough issues, and ultimately grow as a man. You can't outsource leadership. You must lean into it as a husband, as a father, or as a manager. A mastermind is the intense and intentional place to do that. Get around other men with a proven framework to work through all aspects of life together. It's time to take a stand 
to fight back. And with our masterminds, you'll unleash the lion within. Experience the power of connection, transparency, and authenticity. Head over to thelionwithin.us to register and sharpen your leadership with a Lion Within Us mastermind today. So, Dustin, I'm curious. You, you mentioned a couple of times because when I was thinking sabbatical and then I, after reading your information and hearing you talk right now, it's not just staying in one place. It sounds like you're very intentional about getting away, different destinations, being able to, you know, disconnect even from the, the home itself. Why is that so important that you did that? Uh, I think if I'm okay, everybody's home environment's different. Um but mm-hmm. I, I live on uh, seven acres. There are a lot, lot of work to do outside. Uh, really, it's all you want to do or, or don't want to. You, know, you don't have to do any of it, but you can do it. There's always a tree to plant or cut down or whatever. It's part of why I love it. Uh, but yep. there's if, if I don't purposely get away from that, man, I get distracted easily. You know, I'm out there working on this or working on that. And, and part of that's okay. Uh, I, I like the 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 blend of of uh time at home, time away, uh time away by myself, time away with my spouse. I I, I went into the sabbatical uh having pre-planned this uh personal time with, with the Lord. Um I'm gonna spend a, a week in this cabin with just him and I. I'm going to go to this hotel for this weekend. Again, just him and I. Uh, but then I'm also going to spend intentional time with with my wife. I've spent intentional time with each of my grown children. The things that mm-hmm. I I don't normally. I mean, I, I do those things, but but not not like I I could do on sabbatical without the weight of everything else, where I could be fully present in the moment with each of my loved ones. Uh, without being interrupted by work or thinking about, you know, what I need to do tomorrow or, or any of that stuff. Uh, I reconnected with, with, uh, some, some friends, um, took some vacation time. I, Chris, I probably traveled half the time. And and so, yes, really? yes. And, and some of that was, you know, expensive and wonderful. I, you know, I, I wrapped up going to Maui with my wife because it was also our 30th, you know, wedding anniversary. That's a pretty great way to, to wrap that up. Uh, but there were also a lot of things that I just were shorter trips that I, you know, my wife and I would, we're in Oklahoma, so we might drive to Arkansas for a few days to hike around the mountains and, and, uh, uh, have our, our quiet time, you know, t- together and just kind of, you know, mix it up. Um, so yeah. it was, it was a combination of those things and trying to do some, uh, more physical things and get back in shape some and, you know, but also rest a lot and, and just so, so I feel better physically, you know, also, uh, there were some things that, uh, I needed to put to bed in the loss of my son. And, uh, again, this was yeah. two years ago. So that was at the five year mark. And so th- there were right. some things that, uh, uh, I was able to, to bury emotionally, you know, um, with the Lord at that time, some, some bitterness and, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, realization that I'm living this life. that doesn't look like what I thought it was going to look like. And, uh, but making as much peace as I can with, with that, uh, when you're living in a, uh, uh, 
I call the Humpty Dumpty situation, a, a, a situation where you can't put all the pieces together in, in a way that makes sense. So you just have to trust the Lord. And so yeah. uh, trust was a big part of, of finding rest. And, and for me, they, they went hand in hand. So when I could truly trust the Lord with the circumstances of my life, then I, I found myself entering into this place of, of rest. And, and so that was a, yeah. that, that may be a no brainer for some, but it wasn't for me. And that really changed uh, during that sabbatical time. No, that's not a no brainer. I'm so glad you brought that up because so many times I think we feel like we can't rest because it comes down. We don't trust him. You know, we, 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 we're putting it on us. I got this God versus truly releasing and, and giving him control. So that brilliant point right there. Love that. I'm curious. Let's so say you're working through the sabbatical. You're getting ready to, to re-entry back into your position. What was that like? You know, going back in, maybe your first day back or your first week back. How how'd you get you know back into back into the throes? Yeah, that's a great question, and and you learn and you learn from it. And I, I plan to take another sabbatical here in about five years, and so about every seven years till I retire. That's 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 my plan. Okay. That's, that's yeah, the plan. Yeah. Okay. And, and I, if we have time in a moment, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about the, uh, some maintenance. You know, what do you do on the yearly or, or the daily? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the quarterly, I wrote yeah, quarterly, okay. monthly. Yeah. Okay. I love yeah. To get some yeah. Insight you, there. Yeah. But the, the re entries. So that, that's one, Chris, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked it because uh, I, I mentioned I'm going to take another one in about five years. I'm going to do the re entry differently. You know, I had done it before, so okay. I, I learned from that. So that's so that's a great question. So you can imagine uh, what life. Well, maybe maybe it's hard to imagine, but what life's like when you've turned off all those noises, like we discussed, right? So no mm-hmm. email, no news. I'm not, you know, not fellowshipping a lot. Uh, I, I'm not getting a text from anybody. All the, you know, we're on no Teams, no Zoom, no money, you know, <laughs> none of it, right? Uh, and, but the day I came back, I turned all of that on, you know, at, at the same, at the same time. So that that's like walking in and the radio's blasting, the TV's blasting, you know, all the podcasts are on, the lights come on, like everything. It was chaos. Mentally it was chaos. Yeah. Um, and, and so I would probably ease that in, you know, I might come back for a couple of half days and then work my way to, you know, full time that that may sound absurd right. unless you've been through it. Okay? If, you've, if you've been through it, then please take, you know, I mean, you, you understand if you haven't, please take the advice that I'm giving. Um, my, my team was excellent and they, they, they know me. And so they had a, a written document on what had taken place while I was out though, the good and the bad, um, right. And so I could absorb that at my own pace. I didn't have any meetings for my first three or four days. And, and so I could start working through, you know, it, it, email and that document and, and, and absorbing the information and all of that before I was, I was leading my team. And so that was, that was wonderful. Um, but I would, I would come back a little slower. I wouldn't flip the switch and, and have everything come on it at, at one time, you know, uh, then you, then you, I can only then, you imagine then you feel you totally you feel load. totally exhausted, you know, and you just got back, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what 
what, take us there. You opened up whatever you use, Outlook or, or Gmail, whatever it is, the, the email server, and you finally get that influx of all your, everything's been refreshed. What was the number? Was it 10,000? How many emails was oh, it? And my. how did you deal with yeah, that? So uh, that, that, that part goes to the pre-planning. And so, but, but, okay. yeah, I, I, I work with a, a, a wonderful assistant that, that, that she, she, uh, keeps me going. We're, we're, we're partners in the, in the work. And, uh, and so she kept up with my, my email, you know, that, that, that whole time. And, and so what, what I had remaining, uh, were, were the things that were really just pertinent to the, to the day. The yeah. So, so. Yeah. Uh, that was not as overwhelming, you know. I didn't over that. I didn't open that up, and you got five thousand emails. You got to go through, you know. That 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 would have yeah. been something and awful, and you probably wouldn't even take the time off because it wouldn't be worth it. Uh, but that uh, a little pre planning helped with that for sure. Good, good input there. Good insight. Now, uh, work us through. So you you said you, you that's the reentry. Now you you put in place quarterly, monthly. Daily, give us some of the insights of, of what you've learned that, that maybe guys can make they could potentially start some of this stuff right yeah, now. So that, that, that's a great question, and 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 I will say on on some of those things, Chris, I'm, I'm better on paper than living it out in my own life. So some of that stuff, I'm you know, I'm, we yeah, all are. I'm, I'm we still all trying are. to make it you know make <laughs> it happen. So what what I've been really good at, uh, at least two years running, is the the uh, about a year after my sabbatical, I took a a week. Of a, I just call it a personal spiritual retreat, you know, and that's a, that that is in the in the cabin and in, in, in the in the hills, and uh, just just time with just, just time you? with the Lord, and no, nobody with you, just you at that. I, I took four. I took seven days. I took four days, uh, just the Lord and I, and then my wife joined me for the last three days. Yeah, okay. which was perfect. Okay. And then I did that again yep. a year later, so just a couple of months ago. So I've done that two years running. Um, the wonderful time with my wife, but I'll tell you, if my wife's with me the whole time, I'm thinking about my wife, you know, that right. I, it is difficult for me as, as a, as a man and a husband to, to devote the time to the Lord and my wife when we're there together in a, in a cabin for a week. Yeah. So I can tell the Lord I'm there for him, but man, my, my, my flesh and it, you know, is also there for my wife. I mean, that's, that's, I uh, love them both, of course. So, but having that that dedicated time with just you and the Lord, and then introducing your your your, your wife or your spouse—I know there's not just men listening—into uh, in, that scenario right. it was that's what's worked for me. You know, that that's been wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, so I've been good on the on the on the annual you know personal spiritual retreat. I've also encouraged right. that with my with my leadership team, and and you know, they come back better for it. I give them the time off to do it. It's not vacation time. It's paid time. And uh, they come back from that refreshed and, and give their own departments the vertical lift that it needs. And so that's that's been very beneficial for us. Um, I really like the, if you can't do that, or in addition to that, quarterly. So whatever works for you. I'm just, I'm very pragmatic and, and you know, a practical guy. And, and so uh, right. if, if quarterly works for you, then do it. So two or three days a quarter, you in a cabin, you're at a hotel. I don't know what your financial situation is, what you could do. Maybe it's just, it's time at your house and you don't have to go anywhere. Uh, you don't know what everyone's family situation is different and all uh-huh. of that. 
I'm just talking about where can you go intentionally to spend that kind of quiet time and solitude and silence before the Lord. And really only, you know, that, um, but being intentional in doing it. And if you, if you can't take off during the week to do it, what if it's a weekend? And if that seems extreme or it's not part of your job, I'm, I'm talking about your relationship with the Lord, you know, you're, you're, you're savior. So how, how important is that? And, and if you say you don't have time for yeah. it, I, I don't know if that's right or wrong. You'll have to deal with that with the Lord. You take it before him and ask him what he wants you to do. And, and uh, yeah. you'll know in your heart, if you're longing for that kind of time with the Lord, I was, um, but you can't, if you think, Oh, I just can't take the time. You're right. You you have to make the time to to do it or, or it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. So in addition to that, or if you can't do that, let's break it down any, even more. Maybe I take one day a month and it's yeah. outside of my office. So I'm not being bothered. Maybe it's, it's, it's the coffee shop. It's at the park. It's at the wherever it's at the library. I don't know wherever you can go to, to be quiet, you know, but before the Lord and it's a, it's a mini personal spiritual retreat, or it's a, just a strategic thinking day where I can I can think through the things that that uh, affect my work, you know, my family, my relationship with the Lord, and uh, just have time without all the interruptions throughout the day to really yeah. think through those things. Right. I, I and, right. and Chris, I would say start with what you can get. So if, if it's, sure. if it's an extra 15 minutes in the morning, take it, you know, if it's, if it's, uh, you can get the half day, take it, you know, whatever you can get, you, you start somewhere and you do it regularly and you increase it over time. That, that's, that's how I recommend people to start giving to the church or anything else, right? Start somewhere, <laughs> give regularly, you know, increase it over time right. or, or you'll never get started. Well, I always tell people, you know, think big, act small, take those small steps and then work. I mean, you mentioned it took you a year, a year and a half to get to that point of sabbatical. It wasn't something you woke up on a Tuesday and you did it the next Monday. No, it takes time to put that plan in place. So I think, guys, it just the, the key word that, that Dustin keeps saying over and over and over is intentionality and that intentional time with the Lord and prioritizing that. And if it, if you make it important. It will happen. So I'm just, you know, absolutely blown away by, by how you did this and uh, such an encouragement. Uh, well, let's take our last break and we'll come back. We'll and kind of uh, go through a few final things as we, we wrap up this conversation with Dustin. So, so Dustin, I've, I've absolutely just loved hearing how you did this. I think it's such a practical way for, for many of us. Now you, you've mentioned you know, you're, you're in the ministry business. You're in, in you're, you're doing that. Do you see there's opportunities for people who, Maybe they're in a secular workforce. How how should they go about trying to approach something like this in the future if they wanted to try to, you know, unplug and, and connect with him as well? Uh, that, that's a great question, and, and of course, that's that's different from everybody. But I, like, you mentioned intentionality, you know, and, and that's uh, I, I would come back to that too. And, and and practically, what can that look like in your life, and how big of a priority is it? So, uh, if you want sure. some extended time, you may have to take. You know, your vacation time and you may have to uh, uh, take that connected to holiday time, you know, to to stretch it, mm. you know, to stretch it. I, I, I yeah. don't know what that's like for, for you. I, I will tell you, I, I've been in ministry for a long time, but before I was in ministry, my daily devotional time with the Lord was 
I'm not probably, it was more consistent than my first several years in, in ministry, uh, which sounds crazy because you think, well, you're in ministry. You've got all that time to spend with the Lord. <laughs> not necessarily so. Uh, but, but when I was in the secular business, secular world, uh, I knew I needed it. I mean, I needed it on the, on the yeah. daily, you know, I was, I was desperate, you know, desperate for it. And, and so I, yeah. I was more disciplined. I was more aware, you know, of, of my need. Uh, I got up earlier right. to do it. I had to do that because my day started earlier, you know, all that kind of stuff. It was, 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 was much more, uh, c- consistent, um, and so you probably have some listeners, you know, right now that in, in secular work that maybe they need to, maybe they need to hear that, you know, that's no one's going to do that for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that, that's up to you to decide if it's important to you and, and to spend that, that daily time with, with the Lord. And then, uh, what, whatever you can prioritize and work into your schedule, but just know it's really up to you. I, I find that it, it if we're in ministry, we're in secular work, what it, we, most of us do what we really want to do, you know, what, what's really mm-hmm. important to us. So we want to watch the games this weekend on Saturday. We're going to watch the, we want to watch the world series. We're probably going to watch the world. You know, I mean, we, we, we pretty oh, much, yeah. do, I don't have time to go spend with the Lord. Well, I just watched, you know, five hours worth of football. You know, I, I, I could have spent that time with the Lord if it was important enough to me. And, and so right. we're, we're, we give excuses and I would say, you know, don't, don't excuses are easy to find, you know, find a way instead of an excuse. Yeah. I mean, if you start rationalizing this stuff, guys, just remember, you're just trying to make rational lies. So, I mean, make prioritize the time with the Lord because it's so important. You're so right though. Now I'm not going to be able to watch football this weekend, Dustin. So thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you're welcome. Well, this is incredible. I mean, maybe share with us before we wrap up. You know, you, you've mentioned the work that you do. Well, share a little bit about, you know, your 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 mission there at Reaching Souls International, what you're doing there, what you're leading, and and just kind of give a little bit of insight to that. Thank you. Uh, what, primarily what we do is wrapped up in our name. Okay, so we, we, we're not the smartest people, so we made it real simple for us. Uh, that's Reaching Souls, like you said, Reaching Souls International. And so uh, for, for us, uh, what we do is – as we work through local, uh, national evangelists to reach their own people for Christ. Okay. And so we're, you probably tell from everything I've said, you know, real practical guy, results oriented, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's my same approach to, to ministry. I'm not just playing for fun. I'm, you know, I'm in it to win it, all of that. And so, uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're trying to reach the maximum number of people for Christ in the shortest amount of time in the most efficient way that, that we can do that. And so for us, we have found that is uh, finding national, like local leaders uh, for in Kenya, for example, find, finding people in Kenya, Kenyans that have a heart to reach their own people for Christ. And they're doing it as good as they can, but with some monthly support, with some tools like a bicycle, a sound system, some training, they can become even more efficient in the work where they can reach more people because they have more time to reach people for Christ. And, and so okay. that's our, that's our focus. Uh, right now we support almost 2,400 of these evangelists. We call them national missionaries and they're in 14 different countries and they're reaching their own people for Christ on the daily. Hey, okay? so let me give you a little good news. Like last year they were able to see over 10 million 
salvation decisions, people trusting in Christ as their Lord and Savior. And I'll tell you specifically, 10,668,269. Now, we count all of those because they're all worth counting. Okay, So, yeah, right. it, it, individual people, it's not a numbers game, it, but, but it is about numbers because those are all individual souls that trusted in Christ as, as their savior. And so uh, we're pretty serious about it, obviously. And, and that's a, that's what we're privileged to be able to do uh, on the daily in, in the Lord's work. I absolutely love it, guys. We'll make sure we have a link to that in the show notes for you guys to check it out. But before we let you go, Dustin, do you have time for a quick lightning round? We always have a, a little bit of fun at the very end of the line within us where we have a lightning round with our guests. Just some fun questions. Just uh, kind of let them get to know you a little all right, bit better. Let's do it. All right. All right. So favorite hobby, Dustin, what do you enjoy doing for fun? Uh, fishing. Okay. All right. On, on lakes, yeah, rivers, lakes, where, where are you spending most of your time at? Bass fishing on a lake. Okay. Very good. Very good. What about your favorite food? Ooh, uh, a medium rare ribeye. Ah, okay. Okay. I, I, I saw that coming with one of your answers earlier about, <laughs> you know, ribeyes and bacon. So yeah, either one's great. <laughs> there you go. There you go. What about the, uh, your, your all time favorite TV show? I always like to get them from an entertainment standpoint. Do, do you have a show or something that you, that you think back and just smile about? Oh my goodness. That's a, uh, that is a great question. Uh, I will go with, uh, Longmire. Okay. All right. Very good. Now, how about this? You know, we've, we've talked a lot about everything, you know, God's doing in your life and you, you spent that intentional time with him. When you think about God, what is your favorite thing about him? Uh, his mercy. Yeah. Mm. His mercy. Amen to that. Amen. Now let's flip it 180. The evil one. We know he's out there trying to trip us up and, and, and get us. What's your least favorite thing about him? Uh, he's a liar. Amen to that. Amen. Do you have anything that you're currently struggling with right now? I'm just we always like at the lion just to be transparent and open. It's good for guys to hear, you know, what what leaders like yourself are working through. Gosh, that okay, that's a that's a good question. Uh I, well, that's probably the longer list than than all of them. Uh but let's just go with uh bold courage. Okay. Courage sometimes okay. is is in for for me it's essential to a leader in 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 your decision making and in uh, difficult decisions and knowing that not everyone's going to understand the decisions you make, especially as a as a boss. But they're they're still up to Amen. you to to make them. Absolutely. Now, how about you? Know, we all we all we're very practical here, Delion. Too any tips or habits, something that maybe you you started recently in your life that you think would bring value. Now, this doesn't always have to be a spiritual thing. This could be a you know uh, you started this workout, but just curious, do you have any new habits that you started recently or things that you're getting ready to start that uh, you you think would bring value to the listeners? Uh, I I don't know about habits, but but let me let me let me give a maybe it's a piece of advice. Um, it, it's a okay. way, it's a way of thinking. Okay? And, and that is that decisions are temporary. And the, the reason I'm saying okay. that, Chris, is because uh, sometimes as leaders who are, are paid to make decisions, we can get frozen 
by our by our options or or the difficulty in, in making a, a choice. And uh, besides our commitment to follow the Lord and our commitment to sp- our spouse, uh, every other decision is is temporary. You know, you, you make the best decision you can today mm-hmm. on the information that you have. Uh, better information comes mm-hmm. tomorrow. Hey, you make a different decision. You know, you go a different direction. Right. Sometimes we just get frozen and, and locked up for feel of, fear of failure or making the wrong decision that we don't move off center. And we got our teams, our families, everybody's waiting for us to make a decision and to lead. And, and we can get frozen in that way. So I would say decisions are, are temporary. Make the best decision you can. Keep moving forward. That's going right there. Great leadership advice right there. And last question for you, Dustin, what do you hope the listeners out there remember the most of our conversation today? I, I would say that uh, since the, since with the, the topic of, of rest, I would say that if you're exhausted, you feel the Lord uh, uh, calling you to spend that intentional time with him. Uh, maybe you were waiting to, you needed to hear that from someone else. And so I, I would say I would want them to know that the Lord says, that's okay. I, I miss you and want to spend that time with you. And he's waiting for you to do so. Amen. So Dustin, where do you want the guys to go to learn about you or connect with you or what you guys are doing at Reaching Souls International? Any, any websites or, or areas you'd like to point them yeah, to? That's all easy. They, they can go right to Reaching Souls. S-O-U-L-S, reachingsouls.org. Okay. All right. We'll make sure we have that link in the show notes for you guys out there as well. So, Dustin, is there anything else you'd like to share with us today? Well, I'll add this. I'll add this. Uh, but besides but besides knowing that uh, you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, which is the number one. Okay? Number two, I'll leave you with this question. Will anyone else be in heaven because you lived. Will anyone else be in heaven because mm. you live? Why don't you think on that and, and uh, you can take that uh, before the Lord and ask him what he might want you to do with it. Good gracious. What a powerful question, Dustin. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute honor to have you on here. Guys, take this advice, you know, put it into action. And Dustin, I hope you have a great day, sir. Same to you, sir. Thank you. All right, guys, I told you that was going to be a good one. Dustin was a phenomenal guest. I really enjoyed meeting him, getting a chance to hear his story. Definitely have a lot of takeaways from that one. So so really be thinking about if you want to be more intentional about having that one-on-one connection with God, what do you need to start building? What conversations do you need to start having now? What do you need to start preparing for so that you can purposely unplug and then plug plug in with him? So important, guys. And I really want you to think about the question. Dustin had a phenomenal question at the end. I'm going to leave you with this question for our question of the week. What action do you need to take to avoid burnout? Because I'm telling you, we, we run so hard, fellas. And I know you guys have a lot going on your plates and you, and you got, you got it just always people are chirping at you and coming at you and taking bites. You got to make purposeful, intentional action to avoid this. So hopefully you enjoyed this one. Hopefully this this speaks to you, this resonates. If you want more tips and more insights on this, reach out to me. Send me an email. I'd love to, to talk to you about 
what is some ways you could start working towards a sabbatical to more imper- more purposeful time away? Okay. Again, you can email me, Chris at thelinewithin.us. Head over to thelinewithin.us. You have all our resources there. Uh, again, lots of ways to connect with us, guys. Lots of ways to connect with us. You can share, give, share this episode out, give us a review. All that stuff matters. But I'm going to encourage you one thing. Take the opportunity right now to join our community. You know, it all starts with the community. And when you're in the community, you'll have the daily, daily spiritual kickoff. You'll have access to our events, all the ways that we try to connect and serve guys day in, day out. It's all within the community. So start your 30 day free trial there. We've made a lot of improvements and enhancements in the community. I'm telling you, fellas, it's, it's nothing like it. Uh, you, once you get in and see what we're doing, how we're trying to serve others, it's going to really blow you back. And then once you're ready to take the next step, our summit leadership development, when you're ready to drop the plow and actually dig deep and be open and vulnerable and trying to, to, to learn to grow as a leader, that's where it's at. So I highly encourage you to check those out. But step one, just jump in the community. Again, we offer that free trial for a reason. We want you to experience it so you have nothing to lose. Jump right in, see what it's about, and see if it serves you well, okay? All right, fellas, we'll come back on Friday. We'll have a good fun Friday for you with some tips, some dad jokes, the book of the week, all that fun stuff that hopefully will serve you well. So have a great day. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And remember, keep unleashing the lion.